Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dows, the Watch Dows podcast. Starting right off, intro, Mavi, take it away with your picks from the weekend. Um, yeah, can we just get a, uh, like a thunderclap? Uh, just like a, what the fuck, what do you call those things? Where you clap slow and you get faster? The clapper? No, what do you call those things? I don't know, dude. You brought it up. Sean, if you could search it up. Right, what do you call that thing where you... It's like a slow clap. I, I, I have no it. idea. Okay. You know, right, well, Matt, why don't what? we just why don't we just uh, commemorate you and uh, you know you're keeping us afloat right now. You're undefeated. Why don't you talk about that? Bang bang boom, baby. Fucking sweet as a fucking pie. So listen, boys. I was on a fucking cold streak because I was trying to pick something I didn't know about. I tried batting basketball. Fucking stupid. I stuck with the roots. I stuck to the NFL. And talked about it last week, but uh, yeah. So, first week, just to give you a recap, I took Bengals, Bills, money line, boom, teaser, done, hit. Uh, on that Sunday, 49ers money line, Chiefs money line, and Bucks money line, sweetest hits. And then on the Monday, you know, you had to sprinkle a little bit on uh, fresh week of the bookie, you know, let them know you're still fucking dangling. I threw some cash on the Rams minus three. Boom, lock it, put it in your fucking pocket. This weekend, the watchdogs, if you fucking listen, uh, if you listened, if you were cute and you listened to the watchdogs, you would have realized that the Niners Bengals money line of plus 700 was too juicy to not fucking milk, baby. That son of a bitch hit. And then I had a. That was like the Bengals. best Saturday I think I've ever watched. Bengals Chiefs money line. Bengals Chiefs money line, skadoosh, and then, you know, uh, Rams money line while we're at it. Am I forgetting a game? I think I think you're good. I think you got all of them. All right. Well, yeah. Oh, and then obviously the 49ers. Oh, yeah, no, the Bengals 49ers parlay. That was you, where I meant Buddy, to buddy, buddy, you started with that. Oh, yeah. Well, that one was just so good, you can't forget about it. You know what I mean? I just keep wanting to talk about it. So but you did forget about it. That's what... Basically, Mav, shut the fuck up, dumbass. I am, <laughs> and then I had my three future, uh, Super Bowl future picks that I made before the first week of the playoffs. Fucking Niners plus 2,000 still alive. Rams plus 1,000 still alive. Chiefs plus 450 still alive. So right, and my hype, and my hypothetical, you know, if Mav actually took the money that I told him I would Venmo him to put on this team to go all the way, my hypothetical of the Bengals going to the Super Bowl would have hit if I had placed such bet. You're just, wasn't always my fault, buddy. You know, first of all, you put yourself in that situation. I have to have someone else put the bet in. Second of all, you never reminded me the next morning. That's fair. That's fair. That's why I just said it was a hypothetical. I said it was a hypothetical. It was oh yeah, it was a great pick. Part of me wanted to take it, too. Um, I, I really thought they'd beat the Raiders, which they did. And I, for something, like, after I watched that Raiders game, I was like, damn, dude, Joey fucking franchise is Joey fucking franchise. He's here to steal 
everyone else's franchise and make the league oh, yeah. franchise. Yeah, and the Raiders just came off beating the Chargers too with like Justin Herbert on God mode. Yeah, but that's also almost at their disadvantage because they had to play so hard and they had the what was it Sunday night game, so they they had like a a little bit less rest and then they had to go to Cincinnati. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the Raiders were maybe fair, maybe fair. Yeah, maybe fair. But I mean, the Raiders D line against the Chargers was awesome. Crosby was awesome. And the Bengals don't have a great O line. So you would have thought, okay, for sure, Joe's going to have trouble throwing the ball around. He had no problem. But let's focus kind of more on the divisional round. I mean, he keeps, he keeps winning. It's like, yeah. it's like as if like people keep telling him to stop and he won't stop. Like no one had the Bengals at the beginning of the season coming right. this far or even close. So people are saying maybe just, playoffs. Let's just hop right into it. I, I have some notes here. Um, so Jamar Chase um, fucking has 225 receiving yards this playoffs, fourth most. Um, and that's impressive. I mean, like not only Joe Burrow, you're like, Chase hasn't really had a touchdown yet. He hasn't had the full big play, but it's getting to the point where they're using him more and more regularly. And then, like, you know, he's probably due for a 38-plus yard fucking touchdown this weekend. And even if that only comes with three catches, he'll probably have a find a way to get, like, 102 yards. It's remarkable. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. So, I mean, if he does four, the same thing. most receiving yards is pretty good. Um, but my other takeaway from the Bengals was, that defense played awesome. They the first play from scrimmage, they picked off Tannehill, and then after that, they had that clutch pick at the end. Um, you know, get, gave him a shot, and then fucking special teams, man, McPherson, cold blooded. Nothing else. Not nothing else I can say other than they looked awesome. Oh they yeah, great. And they. This has uh, been one of the most. Yeah. This has definitely been one of the most entertaining playoffs I think I've ever watched. Well, I mean. Dude, the f- because not only the Bengals game did that happen too, but it also happened to the Niners as well. In the snow, Robbie Gold drilled it, drilled it, and he gave that little fuck the Packers at the end just for a little sugar coat on it. That made my day. Honestly, that made my playoffs just because, you know, the Bears didn't make it. We knew they weren't going to yeah. make it. No, and that. we kind of just we've, – we've kind of just taken that into account from now on. That You know, we're not going to get upset about it. It just happens. Bears don't make the playoffs. And we're going to make some serious changes to figure that out. But that's a future talk. Right now is Robbie Gold, Bears legend, putting the Packers away. Jimmy G and him letting the team know that they don't care for them at all. Nobody does. And Aaron Rodgers is now a joke. A joke. A walking joke. Yeah. I don't care how many um, MVPs he wins. I don't care how many he does. He's a joke. Yeah. He's also a villain. He's also an asshole. He's also immunized. Um, and he's also no longer in the playoffs, and hopefully he's no longer being in Green Bay. If anyone is questioning how much I hate Aaron Rodgers, just go look at the Twitter video that I post. I could not stop. I could not stop laughing for 20 minutes after the block punt and the Robbie Gould field goal. For 20 minutes, I could not stop laughing. Like, oh, yeah, no, the, it was the funniest you know, thing ever. You, know, you, remember, you remember where you were the first time you seen Step Brothers? I feel like everyone does. Um, yeah. Like, it was like that. I was just laughing so hard. Yeah, here's a little throwback that kind of makes it really funny now. 
<coughs> what makes it really funny is that Aaron Rodgers goes as John Wick for Halloween. Like he's some sort of killer, cold-blooded like that, and he can't win playoff games. Yeah. He's nothing. It's just it's just ironic to me. That's just the it just is very funny to me that he dresses up as John Wick and yet he can't portray that. And that serviced the internet. Everyone thought he was so cool yeah. for that. He's like, oh, oh yeah, man. Throwing finger guns. I, not only did I fuck off the franchise in the offseason, man, but I grew my hair out like a little fucking girl. Fucking dance around with my fucking bunch of pussies. I don't know. I don't know. No one's really been talking it. about the hair thing either. Like, no one's been talking about that. I, mean, I think it looks it, terrible. Just, just grow it out. Don't tell the media. It's like, yeah, because I'm just fucking... Peace, dude. I became myself over the off season, man. Um, yeah, I'm doing it for a Halloween costume. Yeah, like, like for some guys. Says. Like, fuck you, man. If you're not going to win it all, then you don't have the right to say that. And if you do say that before you win it all, you better fucking win it all, which you didn't. And he didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, for some guys, just it works. When you, when, you grow, when you grow your hair out like that, and you grow it out to the point where it's a flow coming out of the helmet, it's either a yes or no game. And it either looks sick or it looks stupid. And for him, it looks terrible. It's, it's like, I don't know what it, it looks like. A rat tail is like coming out of the back of the helmet. Like it doesn't look like good hair at all. But right. we got to well, move on. We got to move yeah, on. Yeah, we'll we move, move on. on. And while, while we move on, Ishan, um, while I move on in this divisional round recap, we'll still talk about the couple of teams that we haven't talked about yet. So, or in the conference championship talk. So, the, the, we already talked about the Bengals. They're in Kansas City. Brad likes to tell people that I am Jackson Mahomes. Is, I, I have a crush on Maddie him. Mahomes. Well, Maddie Mahomes. Maddie Mahomes. That is just a, a dumb take because, Brad, think about it. Think about it. Brad has been so set on linking me to Jackson Mahomes this whole time, and he claims that he is so against Jackson Mahomes. Well, guess what, Brad? Guess what? I think you secretly fucking like him and not like him, love him, and you're using me as a cover-up. And I think it's pathetic, and I think you should come clean. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So I already made the Jackson Mahomes jokes right after the game, right? We're – we're recording this three days after the fact, and your comeback is a third grader playground joke. Like, no, but you like Jackson Mahomes. That was the best you could come up with. Uh, I mean, I didn't really think about it that much because just admit it, true. dude. Just admit it. Uh, no, I know who I I do have a hard on for is when Patrick Big Dick comes down in fucking thirteen seconds. Fucking sixty yards, beat your fucking uh, Josh Allen. You re- you really think the Bills are or the Chiefs are going to beat the Bills? That's all I care about, Brad. That's all I care about. So all right, all right well, I'm not going to elaborate on how that. sus that was. But yeah, let's let's okay, move on. So listen, listen. So with the Chiefs, Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Just to clarify, because I know you're obsessed with linking me to Jackson. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is God here. He has 782 pass yards right now, and that is the most by in the playoffs, and that is the most by 145 pass yards. All right, that's a good stat. All right, so look, here's the deal. 
Bengals right now are at plus 260. I'm about just... to make my take. Okay, fucking, I thought you were just going to bring up that. All right, keep going. I'm not, what? Okay, here's what's factual that you should already know by now. All right, I gave the money line. The spread is minus seven in favor of the Chiefs. Mav, who do you have for the game? At this point, since I'm such a lock mob monster, I don't think I'm going to bet this weekend. I'm just going to let my Super or my future Super Bowl futures stay themselves. But then again, I'll probably bet. I might hedge a little bit with Bengals. What's Bengals money line? Plus, plus two sixty. Yeah, so I may hedge a little bit on that. You know, Matt, it but, sounds like it sounds like you're not confident in your Chiefs in the conference championship. I'm not. I mean, I'm saying that's for this game. That is the most I would maybe think about. But then again, the Chiefs had the lowest odds, so it's not like I really want to hedge. And you asked my opinion for what I'm going to bet, and I said if I bet anything, probably that. Because I'm just I don't like minus seven, and I think the Chiefs will win outright, but. It's either going to be by, like, three or it's going to be by, like, 20 – not 27, but by, like, 13 or something. And it's like I, – I, I know what's going to happen. You can quote me on this. The cover, the spread, one way or another, will get fucked up by close to garbage points at the end. Ooh, okay. It's one, right. of it's one, one of those. One of those. Here's a big deal, Seven man. So here's a weird. big deal. This is the first time I'm hearing this, ladies and gentlemen. It took until the conference championship for this to happen. Mav is not confident in the Chiefs. You heard it here. So, to go forward with that. No, you said what you need to say. No, To go forward. It can swing either way or the spread. To go forward. Okay, swing either way. It's not a definitive Chiefs win. Anyways. It's not like I'm saying the Here we go. The Chiefs are going to win, and that's what I need them to do. Okay, okay. Meanwhile, I am going with the plus 260 Bengals. Quote me on it, write it down on a piece of paper, and tell See, all your friends. You're too late, dude. You're too late to hop on the Here they like come. That, Here you should have been doing that with me all playoffs so long. You're waiting until the week. Matt, did you just say you bet on underdogs? Uh, yeah, I have. But on the Niners, week one, that was plus 150. Week two, they were plus 170 or plus 150 again, I believe. And then the Bengals yeah, I were took, plus I 175. Took and the Rams were plus 120. So I, I took, mean, no, I you, took you, both of them. You took the Cowboys first week, you fucking idiot. Against the I Niners. took the Niners. You went two okay, and two in those Mav, picks, and I Mav, went four and zero. You're living in week. You're living in wild card week. Okay, we're talking about right now. And you're talking you're about you that come. you're a guy who loves the underdogs. We've had this conversation before, Matt. Yeah, but you I took the Chiefs. You took the super team out of the Rams. You're out here. Right, you're, you you're also betting on teams you think will win. I took Fox there. I mean, but anyways, that's plus besides one, the point. Plus one thousand isn't like an like, dude. Oh my god, not understand right, better do you. All right, um, move on. I guess move I on. don't. I guess I don't. Clearly, you need to think about it. All right, um, we're going to move on. to Buddy, buddy, we're moving on. All right, up next, we got the 49ers at plus 150 
Rams minus 170. Spread is in favor of the Rams minus three and a half. The other conference championship game. Mav, who do you got? Um, well, this game is money for me either way, potentially. But <laughs> do you have any picks prepared? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to take – man, I think – why don't you go first? Why am I always going first? You know what? I will go first. And to do that, yeah. I'm going to call in Ishan. Ishan, would you like to step in for a second and say who your pick is? It's got to be the Niners. It's got to be the Niners. Jimmy G, we're ruined for Midwest, baby. Plus 150. Jimmy G's got something to prove. He's you got something to prove. He's got He's everything he needs. He's got everything he needs. He's just got to okay. play ball. So you got the money line? Plus 150. All right. I got them, um, I got them parlayed with the Bengals. So as I said. Wow. Wow. Really? Okay. Money line, Ishan, with the Bengals? Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, Ishan, awesome. I'll ride with you, bud. That's good. I like that. I might consider so I could. That would be a bad idea. But anyways, my pick for this game, um, I, I love both of these teams, like, I think they're both great. That's why I bet on both of them. Um, yeah, a Cali team I'm, is going I, to the I, Super Bowl. I'm, I'm playing it a little safe. I'm playing it a little safe. I'm taking 49ers plus three and a half instead of plus 150. Because I just – I think it's safer. Ugh. All right. But I still do like them and can easily see them winning as well. Yeah, but that would kind of blow, you know, if, like, the Niners – you know, lose by a well, last-second field goal, I mean, and you're the guy as, that's happy. As we said last week, that's exactly what I'm saying. There were four games that came down to the end of the fourth quarter. Four of them were made field goals. Three of them were for the win by less than four. And one of them sent the team to overtime where they scored a touchdown. Like, I don't know. It's just a weird year. I could just see it. Being I agree 21, with that. 21-21, yeah. 27-27, Matt Gay comes out yeah. and crushes Ishan's dream. I hate to say I'm just saying. I can see, well, I can hey, see Robbie Gold doing Right, so. right, exactly. That's what I was about to say. I can see Robbie Gold doing it too. No, I think it's a smart pick to definitely take spreads for this week, especially considering how the playoffs have gone so far. But, you know, when it's at three and a half, I'm going to just go with the money line on the Niners anyways and enjoy the game. Yeah, it's not a bad bet at all. All right, oh, so dude, I wonder, wait, what's the Chiefs Bengals over under? That um, could be a fun bat right there. That I don't have at the moment. I just have the Bleacher Report money line spreads. That could be a fun bat right there. We'll look into it. We'll look into it and come back to it on the Twitter. Hold on. Oh. All right. Yeah, or if Eshawn, if you could check it real late. I think I got it actually. It took two seconds. All right. Over under 53 and a half. For Chiefs Bengals. I don't like that. That's one of those where it's like, all right, well, you got to take the under. They scored however many points. In the regular season, they're not going to do it again, and then they come out and fucking do it again. Well, it was funny. Or or it's like, oh, let's – it was funny. I put in my head, I was going to say, all right, 55 is my number. If he says 55, I'm going under. 
And um, you said 53, so now it's like, it's too sketchy. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I just thought it'd be a fun bet at some point. I mean, that would be fun to bet on and root for points. 53 points and a lot of points in a conference championship game where both the defenses are uh, – I mean, not the Chiefs, but it was against the Bills, but both defenses have relatively played well the entire postseason. All right, okay. well, there you have so, it. So, yeah, let's go back real quick. Brazo, your two picks for this weekend are – I got Bengals money line, Niners money line. I love the underdogs. And we got Mav over here staying away from the Chiefs-Bengals game. If I had to do something, I would probably take Bengals plus seven. And on the other game, I'm taking uh, Niners plus three and a half if I'm betting. Both of them, if the hypotheticals. And Eshawn, you want to share yours again one more time, Sweet Cheeks? I mean, I'm taking the Bengals money line and the Niners money line. Sweet. There we go. All right, Brad. There we go. It's Brad's, it's Brad's turn. The fastest two minutes of college basketball locks that won't hit. Brought to you by here we go. Brad Wilson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. I know this is what you've been waiting for all week. That's why I'm talking a little faster. I'm just so excited. All right, here we go. Brad's fastest two minutes of picks. I want you to parlay all of this because it's feeling loose. We obviously do not have the spreads yet because, um, well, it's the day before, so they usually come out in the morning. But here we go. All right, first game I got. We got ECU versus Memphis. All right. I'm thinking we take Memphis. Memphis has been playing really good defense lately. They're at home. Now that the stands are starting to fill again, of course, Memphis was already doing that. But I just think they are just too much of a powerhouse for ECU. If the spread is under 10, take them. I guarantee they'll win by double digits. It's going to be a great game for sure. All right. Next game, we got Arkansas Little Rock against Coastal Carolina. Now, this game is a little sketchy to me because Coastal Carolina is a tough team to beat, but Arkansas has kind of been running around, making games close. I don't know really what to make of them quite yet. So I'm going to go with Coastal Carolina. I'm going to say throw that in with them as well. A little fun fact also about the Memphis game with Eastern Carolina. Eastern Carolina beat Memphis the first time these two matched up. So I guarantee the spread is not going to be that bad, but Memphis should definitely blow them out. All right, next game, moving on. We got Stanford versus USC. This is the 11 o'clock game. You boys know how I love 11 o'clock games. You know, I got that Fresno State fly, and that's just how I roll. All right, here we go. USC and Stanford. Here we go. Now, here's a fun fact about this game. Stanford beat USC at home the first time they played, while USC was a top 25 team. Now, USC is the team at home. California teams are bringing their fans back into the stands. I am praying that that Stanford win the first time that they matched up comes into play. Because if it does come into play with the spread and it doesn't look that terrible, hammer USC, California home games for top 25 teams are unreal. We saw that with UCLA too. And lock it in. Next, the last game. The last game, you always got to throw a big 10 one in there. You know, go Hoosiers. We got Purdue at Iowa. I think this will be a very close spread game. Iowa started off the season a little rocky. I will say that to them. They have developed their shots back. They're finding new players after last year losing Luke Garza. They're starting to work their stuff out. Purdue has a 7-3 player in ED that they can't touch. They don't know how to guard him. They'll probably start out in his own. It's just not going to work out covering him. And with Ivy running around, I don't know what defender they're going to put on him, but he's going to be taken out of the game if they want a shot at shutting down ED. 
I guarantee the spread will be close because Purdue's away and they've come off lad losses like, you know, the Hoosiers of Indiana, but definitely uh, go with Purdue. So to finalize, here we go. Ready. Coastal Carolina, Memphis, USC, and finally Purdue. Lock it in, boys. There we go. So you're saying if the whatever their spread is when it comes off? If Purdue and Iowa have a close spread, I'm talking less than six. And I guarantee right, so you'll be in like, favor of Purdue. Is Coastal Carolina like a huge underdog to Arkansas? Is that like, are any of these games supposed to be like, like 10 plus points where you just are saying take the spread? Um, no. So uh, Coastal Carolina is the favorite. They're at home against okay, Arkansas a Little Rock. Yeah. So, um, and, okay. I, so say Coastal Carolina is minus 11 and a half. You're just taking spread, right? You're not just, you're not taking the money line. Oh, yeah, I'm taking the spread there. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so I just want to verify, when you list games before the spreads come out, you're just saying about the spread before it comes out, not money line. Yeah, but I'm also, like, going into detail about it. I'm also giving you, like, okay, if it's at nine, then definitely go for the other team. Like, I've thrown that out usually. But, yeah, Coastal Carolina, just, I was guessing right. it would be at 13. So if it's at 11 tomorrow, then for sure take it. Yeah, speaking of those Hoosiers, you watched that game tonight? Yeah, I did. Dude, that was the greatest Trace, first half dude. of basketball I think I've ever watched in my life. Trace just had, like, two incredible fucking dunks. Everybody played good. It, that's just – you get games like that where it's, like, dude. everything worked, everyone played good, we're going to go far in March Madness. I'm not a crazy basketball dude, and I don't have that much knowledge, but I do know this. Xavier Johnson is a dog. Oh, yeah. He dude, I said dog. when we went to the – we went to the Michigan game and they, and when we went to the Michigan game and we lost, I was talking to Austin well. about it. Yeah. I, well, no, 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 no. I was talking to Austin about the game and I was like, who's our best player? And he obviously said Trace, which is what everybody says. I don't think Trace is our best player. I think Trace needs other players to be good for him to be good. He can't do it in the post on his own. I think, another, I think Xavier's our best player. Another guy that needs to get mentioned, um, Ray Thompson. He's just like, he's got like a Swiss Army knife. Like I said, I'm not that huge basketball but he rebounds yeah. he shoots he drives he occasionally he makes seems nice yeah pass, he plays good defense and he just he does it without i don't want to see his no motion but he's just a humble dude exactly and him he, and he trey galloway yeah him and trey galloway are kind of the same guys in that sense they're both great defenders they'll knock down a few threes for you they don't talk they're you know but they're just they don't seem to make mistakes. Even when they do make mistakes, it doesn't seem like it's their fault kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're guys right. you can leave on the court and just be confident that they're going to do their job. Yeah, okay, so... All right, so moving on. All right, Watchdogs listeners, we are officially bringing NBA to the Watchdogs. I know it's sad that the NFL is starting to go away, but we need things to talk about. The NBA, after the Super Bowl is gone, is going to be just what's hot. So. We picked out three games um, for this Friday. We will be doing this from here on out. We will be making uneducated picks because we're amateur betters on Friday night games, and we will be keeping score of what our records are through the rest of the Friday games this season. Now, remind you, we are halfway through the NBA season. So this is when things get gritty. This is when we're pushing for playoff spots. I think the NBA is going to have some really good games from here on out, and we're not going to see Russell Westbrook running around throwing it over the backboard. Now, the three games we chose for Friday night, we'll start with the first one. Bulls at the San Antonio Spurs. Mav, 
Who do you got? That's uh, really question. It's it's the Bulls. Easy question. It's an easy question. It's going to be the Bulls for me too, but it's not going to be a confident Bulls because obviously Caruso's out and Lonzo's out. But still, I mean, we're still a top team in the Eastern Conference. Um, they're not in the Eastern Conference, the Spurs. The Western Conference plays a lot better ball. But I think we could still go in there and somehow pull this off. That might be a biased take, though. Yeah, Ishan. Um, Ishan, what do you got? I got the Bulls. Oh yeah. There you go. Man, Jimmy say yeah. Yeah, so I was gonna say Io Desuno or Desuno. I forgot how to or I'm not really sure how to say his last name. He's just been playing awesome. Like I've just seen a lot of highlights of him lately. You know, fucking stepping in when Lonzo's hurt. Um I think he like if he takes that next step, and I saw something today. Patrick Williams is supposed to come back, and it's probably going to be in the regular season, I said today. Really? I didn't see yeah. that. And that's, okay. like, arguably their number one and number two defender that they'll get back down the stretch in Lonzo Ball and Patrick Williams. If Io can, you know, continue what he's doing, uh, step in, play well, same with Kobe White, um, and then, they get, like I said, they get their arguably their two best defenders back in Lonzo Ball and – Patrick Williams sometimes down sometime down the stretch, then I think Yeah, you know, once the guys are healthy again, we're gonna be a serious team to mess with, especially in the Eastern Conference, especially over yeah. there. But now that kind of transitions us very well to the next game. One of the feared teams in the East, the Charlotte Hornets, is at home taking on the Los Angeles Lakers for a prime time 7 30 p.m. ESPN event this Friday. Mav, who are you taking? Um, I'm not sure, dude. Uh, but uh, before I before I take my pick for that, I do want to mention, obviously the Bulls are going to be like probably fa favored by a lot um, against San Antonio. So Brad and I, I mean, Brad can speak for himself. I was saying Bulls spread. Obviously, Bulls money line is probably going to be not that much value. So I'm taking the spread, you know, if you're cooking up a nice fucking Friday night teaser, that'd be something you could fucking take a look at. If you see if you can get them at like minus two and a half or whatever. However, the spread works out with the teaser. So Lakers Hornets, I'm going to take the Lakers, man. Uh, they've been doubted recently. They get they got AD back today, I believe. Um, um, so, he's I still mean, day probably, to day, but he's supposed to play. Yeah. he was. I think he's playing tonight. That's what they said and when I was at the pit. I saw it on the TV, so... He's coming back. Um, I think they're just – I think that they're going to take it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, I think I might have to disagree. I'm going to go with the very red-hot Charlotte Hornets. I think they're a complete team. I don't know if they have the makings of a championship team quite yet. I think they need a couple more years of experience on their belt. They need Gordon Hayward to definitely come back. Um, but I'm definitely going to take the Hornets at home. I think the Lakers are starting to kind of show what superficial super teams do. I think I saw an article about like if there would ever be consideration of Russell Westbrook and a John Wall trade to the Lakers. Now that's just rumor talk. I don't know if that's actually like a big thing, but I saw it. I think cool. the Lakers, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Russell Westbrook is the guy. 
He's just not. I they're mean, already he, a part of that trade last year. Yeah, exactly. So for again, I don't know. I it was like one of those like funny like rumor starters on Twitter. But like when I read it, I was like, I think John Wall would do a way better job in LA than I Russ agree, is doing. But like I said, Russ. Uh, yeah, he's been awful, but they're getting AD, who not not a top five player anymore, but definitely still a top 10 to 12 player, I'd say. Yeah, um, still one of the most dominant players in basketball. And, of course, like LeBron's having, like, from a statistical standpoint, one of like, his best seasons. Right. Well, yeah. that's what Brad, you know, something I want to mention. Obviously, uh, he just got knocked out of the playoffs, different sport, but it's like Tom Brady, every, like that, that year with the Bucks, everyone was hurt at the beginning of the year and they didn't start off very well. And then like they got a wild card spot and took it all the way like that. Like I, people are just kind of still undermining it's LeBron James. Um, and uh, like down the stretch, they could probably right, but let's, together. Let's remind and, you it's just though, like a team you always yeah. have, it's LeBron. You, know? you just gotta, you just gotta watch out for them. Down right, the stretch exactly. at least, and I think it was cool. But that's what—that's the point I'm trying to make here. Is it is LeBron, and LeBron knows how to play when it's a big game. But at the same time, this is a mid-season away game against an Eastern Conference team. I just—I don't think, you know, he'll probably put up good stats, but I don't think he's going to close. I think I'm going to yeah. go with the Hornets. All right, let's go Knicks Bucks. Final game. All right, here we go. 10 p.m. The other primetime game on ESPN this Friday. We got the New York Knicks traveling over to Milwaukee to place the reigning face, the reigning champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. Mav, who do you got? So I'm going to take the Bucks. They are a menace. They or they're a menace at home. Um, basically, that's my logic behind that one. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Bucks, buddy. Yeah, Giannis is so dominant. I would be sneaky with this. I would be sneaky. And be like, hey, it's like, one of those you just I'm can't gonna, overthink. You can't overthink. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying here's why I'm not going to overthink it. Derrick Rose is still out with the ankle injury. <laughs> I oh, I can't uh, confidently. I'm not saying D Rose is their team. I'm not saying that he's better than the other guys that they got going on. But you know, when you're a Chicago fan and you're rooting for D Rose and you're watching a Tom Thibodeau team get coached and you're seeing Taj Gibson running around, it kind of feels like the Bulls in a little bit. And if Derrick Rose isn't playing, I'm not confident in it. That's just a biased opinion. So, yes, I'm going with the Bucks as well. Uh, honorable mention, we'll talk about it real quick. Saturday night, the Brooklyn Nets are in Golden State. Ishan, you want to chime in on this one? Yeah, I'll, I'll chime in. I mean, I think we're looking good. Um, Clay still has to get back to being Clay, and I think you said in the press conference it should be soon. But you know, hopefully, hopefully we play well. Hopefully we get the dub. All right. Yeah. I uh, I don't really have any input for that game, Brad. Do you want to go to the bar, the uh, hard bombing, hard bombing questions? Yeah, I mean, I guess we could jump into it, but real quickly, I think I'm going to make my pick as well. Um, I'm going to go with the Warriors as well. Um. Clay Thompson is back, and I'll never forget the chills that I got from when Clay Thompson first started warming up that first game back. He didn't miss the hype around the crowd when he got called out. And, you know, he's back. And a lot of like a lot of role players have been stepping up for them recently. I think they're gonna play well, and I think they're gonna win the game. 
let's make it a yeah. fucking watch. Let's, let's you know let's make it a watchdogs lock for this weekend. The one unanimous watchdogs lock for this weekend is whatever the Warriors are spread. Yep. Let's do it. I mean, unless like Clay doesn't play or something or stuff. I don't know why they wouldn't play, but let's do it. Uh, we'll hype that up on Twitter all fucking the rest of the week. So you heard it. Ride the fucking Warriors, boys. Dogs are hot. They're hot dogs. Yep, Soda we fries. love them. Soda fries. We love them. All right. Um, before we get, get into in Brad's hard questions. questions. Get into the weird stuff, Brad. Let's get into the weird All right. Stuff. We'd like to thank you as Watchdogs uh, for giving this episode a listen, being loyal, listening to the first two. So... To finish it off, we're going to go into Brad's hard bombing questions. Now, yeah, tonight, now we're not going to. I was, I was going to say, now that they've stuck around this long, you get rewarded with the best part of the show. Basically, I think people skip to this part. I'm honestly convinced people skip to this part. Anyways, right, tonight's a little special. I have one question for Mav. I have one question for Ishan. These are not would you rather questions. These are hypothetical situations that I'm going to put each of you in, and you're going to just tell me what you would do if you were in that situation. Same rules apply. I'm going to ask each of you a question, and only you that specific question, and only you can answer it. Only you will answer it, and you can't ask many questions. So we're going to dive right into it. Now, because we started with Mav last week, let's get Ishan on his toes real quick to start it off. Here we go. Ishan, you ready? Yeah, no. Yeah. All right, here we go. Ishan, you are a Hall of Fame, five-time Super Bowl winning coach. You're in the back end of your career. Anything goes. You're rich. You're famous. Everyone loves you. During your last season coaching, allegations against you from deep in your past erupt on social media. (laughs) allegations that are so bad that you're kicked out of the hall of fame as well as the nfl would you rather the story that surfaces be now you have three options here number one that you're the guy ready number one that you're the guy who murdered tupac and must face life in prison and so basically you're gonna die there number two that when you coached at the high school level, you hosted a full team orgy in the showers after practice. And yes, there's videos. And then number three, you said racist things on Twitter. Which would you go with go, and why? I'm going to go with racist things on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that seems like a pretty easy pick. Jeez, really, guys? So you would really say that? It's either, it's either murder, rape, or just being a piece of shit. Well, first of all, I didn't say it. whether or not the murder was your fault or his fault. I just said that you killed him. You ended up killing him at the end. Two, yeah, but you served. I did not prison. say okay. that what happened in the locker room was not consensual. So, the, but the racist things on Twitter are like very similar to like what happened with Gruden. So, and he's that his situation is significantly better than being in jail or having an orgy with underage people. I mean, I All guess, right, man, man, but you're going to have a, you're, you're going to have a group of people hating you for a while. All right. Yeah. I guess that's your answer. Wait, All right. Wait, Brad, 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 before you ask this question, 
if it has to do with Jackson Mahomes, then I'll be pissed off because I probably won't answer it because it's starting to get annoying. Mev, these are Brad's hard bombing questions. Do you think so I'd ask you something? You are so do you, do you really think that I would ask you something that's such a low blow like about Jackson Mahomes? We've already, I've already I mean, given you basically all the material for that. You would be able to answer that immediately. Oh, okay. So it's something else. All right. Well, maybe you're not easy to read then. Let's hear it. Thank you. I appreciate not being easy to read. Matt, your question. Hypothetical situation, of course. A magical genie from a bottle grants you three wishes for freeing him. He says that there are no limits as to what you can ask for except that you can't duplicate your wishes. Now here's the catch. The genie is Jackson Mahomes and you have to blow them to make those wishes come true. Are you doing it, Matt Mavs? Are you doing it? Are you doing it? No. No? No. Uh, That's such a bad answer. You wanna know why that's such a bad answer? That's your straight up answer is no. So you are wait. So you are easy to read that book because you were going to ask me about Jackson. Well, Matt, Matt, think about it though. These are three wishes. You can have. You can have whatever Brad, you want. You are so secretly obsessed with Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes, that you not only dedicated the beginning of this podcast to it, you not only harassed me all week, and now you're making it Brad's heart. Your hard bombing question has to do with Jackson Mahomes, dude. You are so obsessed with Jack. You you literally thought in your mind and said, "Hmm, how can we get?" Jackson Mahomes and a blowjob in the same sentence somewhere on this podcast. That's on you, buddy. That's on you. You're the sus one, kid. Hey, look, man. And my you get answer three is wishes. No. You get three wishes of whatever you want. And the answer Anything is no. you want. All right. Well, I think I could speak for Ishan and I that we would just both say for our first wish that that did, never transpired. That just it never happened. But yeah, you know, yeah. you didn't think the question through. So you're also an idiot and in love with Jackson Mahomes. You just can't do that. You can't like. You couldn't just think it through. You couldn't just say, "Oh, for my first wish, I'm it's just going to make sure that he answer. erases that." For your first wish, you would just say, "Oh, it. take it out of my memory." No, you just denied the whole thing. That's sus. Well, you seem to be really upset. TikToks about it and be like, I'm, I'm just a gypsy and I just got blown. And then it's like, uh-oh. Okay. What if your second wish was to delete his TikTok? You could have had fun with this, Mav. You could have had fun. Well, I could have, but you had it related to me giving a blowjob to him. So we didn't have any fun, did we? Oh, it's so sad. All, All right, right. Well, well, let us know what you guys would do, <laughs> you listeners out there. Cheers. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to episode two of The Watch Show. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Okay.